Hi, I'm Georgie Grant. I'm co-director of Onion Collective and I live in Watcher in Somerset with my family, my husband and my two daughters, Evie and Margie. You're listening to the Mother of All Solutions, stories from mums as they navigate their return to work with me, Laura Broderick. So welcome to Mother of All Solutions podcast. It's February 2022 and I'm delighted to be talking to Georgie Grant from The Onion Collective. Um, the Onion Collective, very intriguing name. So we'll we'll pick Georgie's brains a bit more about, about that. The layers of it, I'm sure, will come out. Um, but the reason I spotted Georgie and Georgie's work through The Onion Collective is because they have a fantastic building, a new building in Somerset in Watch It that has been billed as many things, a kind of community enterprise and art space. But interestingly for me, it was founded by a group of mothers. So that's really what I want to find out more about from Georgie and to hear the story of her and her collective and what's happened and what's led to this end result of a piece of architecture. So welcome, Georgie. Oh, Laura, it's so lovely to be here. Thank you. Oh no, it's, I'm so excited. I love all this. And um, when you chance encounter something in the press or social media and then it leads to like a really nice connection. So I'm super excited. Um, so in your little intro segment at the beginning, you introduced yourself, but do you want to just tell us more about you, Georgie, some of your kind of background and your kind of work history and where you live and then we'll go more into the onion collective so just a little bit about you tell our listeners oh okay so oh thank you so I moved to watch it gosh nearly 20 years ago now can you believe it um it's a lovely little coastal town um about an hour from Bristol um and we moved down from London um with my family the exodus, the exodus yeah. exactly and the idea was to have a family and um, and bring them up in a kind of rural lovely location so we got here and it was beautiful and lovely but I realized that I didn't have any friends um, and also mm. that it was very very quiet and it took quite a long time to find a group of friends but when I did um, the friends that I found were amazing powerful oh, yeah creative it, um, and we used to meet every Thursday in the pub as girls' night. Um, yeah. And we and our conversations were so, were about watch it often and about what could happen mm. and how there was nothing for teenagers and how um, what should be happening. And there were these plans to build flats um, on the quayside, and we talk about that a lot. Like, oh no, it's mm. just going to be second homes and it'll be the death of watch it. Yeah. Um, and we just kept, I think what happened was we just talked about it over and over and over again. Um, and, then, and then at one pub night, um, one, of my, one of my co-directors, Jess, mm. leaned over and went, Georgie, will you stay later at the end? I've got an idea. Um, oh, big, big ideas, ideas coming. And then, yeah. yeah, and then she's like, let's just set up a company and let's do something. And let's, let's do it ourselves. Like, why not? Like, yeah. let's just do it. So I'm going to... Yeah, before we get delve into the real crux of the big idea and what came yeah. next, I'm going to rewind a weeny bit because you've moved somewhere new. Mm -hmm. As you say, you didn't know people and that was one of the things that you were not so happy with in yeah. your new yeah. place. Um, you mentioned you got 
to meet this group of mums and you were talking about lack of facilities for teenagers yeah. you mentioned how old were your kids at that time were they teenagers then or were they much younger no at that well point, I'm, i mean re- i mean really i had no friends until i had my first baby evie um so this so mm. she's 16 now um so okay. it was i really met women through uh antenatal classes and and the mothering classes and and, okay. and that was really my entry point into finding um like-minded women in watch it that I could be friends with and their partners of course um but Ian was teaching in a school in Taunton and I was um I had a kind of part-time communications job uh, for the locals so we li- yeah. watch it's nestled between Exmoor National Park and the Quonset Hills area of outstanding natural beauty so they're two protected mm. landscapes so I was a comms yeah. officer for the Quantox and it was a lo- lovely 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 job but not mm. very social because it was very rural in the middle of nowhere um, so it wasn't until yeah. I had Evie um, that I met this group of mums who, who also had babies um, so that was how the that was how the girls' night ended up. That was my first. Yeah. Gosh, so long ago now. But um, that was my first foray back back to the pub after a newborn. <laughs> oh wow! I know. So so this I'm just getting in the mood, you know, because you know it's not as if we go out in the same way because of the pandemic at the minute. So I'm like thinking back yeah, to like you right, know exactly pubs and <laughs> pub, pub nights and <laughs> yeah. deep thoughts and um, even I'm sure some people listening who had their babies in the pandemic are like oh. I didn't get that kind of connection of you know pure antenatal meetings and uh, anyhow so sorry I'm not going to dwell on that though but I'm just trying to sort of set the scene a bit so your children are young but you're already talking about and thinking about the future for your children and so it was okay exactly so it was what's going to happen when they hit teenage years like actually there's Mm. because there were were quite a few baby and toddler groups that side of it's all right Mm. partly partly because you know it doesn't take much. You just want a coffee and a piece of cake and a chat, right? And you're, you're yeah, in and a big, big room, room with some toys. It's relatively it, yeah. easy, mm. but teenagers mm. totally different. Um, mm. So so yes, it was trying to think about, I guess, uh, est- kind of um, establishing a future that would be the kind of future yeah. that we wanted our kids to grow into. Yeah, no, it's it's really great because often, I mean, I've probably not been as forward thinking is that but if I have it's been like will she be safe or will she you know the traditional things that you think about rather than the facilities of the place so no it's it's really um, refreshing so we'll now take you to the or take the listeners back to the pub because I did a little (laughs) rewind and your co-director obviously you weren't co-directors then you were just Mm. friends then asked you to stay late in Mm -hmm. the pub and what did she present to you as this big idea? What was the... Well, we, so we were aware of um, businesses that were things like development trusts that you could, like a um, housing development trust that you could, um, essentially a non-profit that you could um, form and then apply for funding to, to kind of kickstart it. And as long as it had social mm. purpose, um, you could get funding. So she talked that all through. And it's... Um, and bearing in mind, I, I, this is like 20 years ago, I didn't have a huge amount of confidence. So it felt like an ex- quite an extraordinary idea. And I was, to- I was so over the moon mm. to be asked, like, are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> um, and what's her background? Did she so, done anything equivalent before? Yes. Or was this a leap of 
So Jess and her <laughs> sister Naomi grew up in the local zoo. So there's a zoo in Watch It Called. I'm I know, right? <laughs> if you grow up in a zoo, li- literally you believe you can do anything. Um, I'm speechless and it doesn't happen often. <laughs> so their parents set up a zoo in a local... Um, so it was a BBC transmitter station um, that emitted a lot of heat. So they turned the kind of excess heat from the transmitter station into a reptile house. And... Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> And then I guess that sense of like anything is possible is really just in their blood. Mm. Um, Jess, and they're also mm. very, very bright women. So Jess went off and yeah. um, got a first from Oxford um, and Naomi ran the zoo while Jess was doing this. And then in their 20s, they set up a skate park in Minehead. So they managed to get um, funding from the government to set up um, youth centres and they did it. And they wow. had they did it without any experience. Um, so so these this pair are pretty formidable, and they just yeah, and they're local, they're local right? Yeah, they're they, like this, yeah. They, mm. They've lived. They both they've both been away, but they both came back to have families in Watch It. But they knew, I suppose, what I was getting at wasn't so much the the local in you know um, any sort of connotations. Mm. It was more that like they knew that yes. area, right? They it. Whereas you were still probably quite yes. new and you had thoughts on it, yes. but it was from a exactly. I had I didn't grow up there. Mm. I, I bought kind of outsider. outsider. Mm. Uh, although you have to have a granny in the graveyard in this town to to be properly. Oh local, right, okay. So it takes a while. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yes, so we set up a community interest company um, and had many hilarious conversations about what we would call it. Um, Okay. So the, and the, so the idea was not to be a kind of development trust because it just sounded so boring to us. Um, yeah, yeah. So we wanted we were kind of we wanted to be emulate something that was um, well the collective is easy. We wanted to be a collective. Yeah. Love the idea of the yeah. the kind of um, slightly socialist, non hierarchical, um, radical. T- undertones of collective just feels mm. right and then onion it's a it, good it's a word good, it's mm. a nice word I just it's, mm. it's it and it's the kind of word that I think we need to, for the future actually collective collectivity mm. is the future um mm. and then onion we wanted something that was kind of rural and pretty down to earth um okay and a lot of us had talked about our favorite poem valentine by caroline duffy and it has the line, I give you an onion, uh, ra- a moon wrapped in brown paper. And it just that just seems so beautiful to me. Yeah, it is. It um, is. So this idea of unwrapping. And then we're all very, very different women from, with very different backgrounds and, and skills. So it's this idea that um, we need each other's layers. Like if you take the layers off yeah. and you remove each of us, there's nothing in the middle. So this, yeah, So I guess yeah. it's kind of continuing the idea of the collective that the layers of our difference um makes the whole better yeah no I Um, like it and I'm glad you've told me more about it because I had my own ideas of why you got to it but it's great to hear it we Mm. do also joke that um we can make grown men cry if you (laughs) good (laughs) (laughs) so that's that where you were going 
yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I got the idea of layers, but I hadn't known about that poem. And I'm going to look that up and I'll share that as well in the show notes for when we put the podcast oh. out so listeners can also link to it. Um, but yeah, I hadn't known there was that poetic side to it. But yeah, the idea of layers and difference and you needing yeah. to to be together and the the earthiness earthiness and the sort of it's a base ingredient for any recipe it's not the kind of fancy bit it's just the kind of thing Mm. that you need right at the beginning to give it a bit of flavor and then you add the good stuff and then it becomes a delicious dish So you got your community interest company is that correct yeah and you got a name and you had you had a few more people in your small collective. Yes, yeah, so point. Rachel yeah. uh, also joined. So at the moment, we're um, Naomi, who ran Tropicaria, uh, Jess, who was in Oxford, being um, she ran, she worked in economics, so she's incredible. She's like the brains. Um, Rachel used to make documentaries for Channel Four wildlife documentaries and has hilarious stories. Okay, and I guess mine was marketing and um, and communications. And later on, we were joined by Sally, who's our environmental conscience. So she um, has a master's in sustainability and cares and is, you know, she's a real Extinction Rebellion activist. So she brings Mm, that side of it as well. So that's us five directors at the moment. And we applied for money spring 2013. uh, And we got it and we started working, I I guess, I I think it took us a little while to get some money. So we started working the kind of autumn Mm. of 2013. Um, okay. and yeah, so we applied to, so there's, there's, there is loads. So anyone who's listening, who's looking for funding, if you've got a uh, set up a CIC or a charity is much harder work, but a CIC is relatively mm. straightforward because it's just a business. Mm. Um, and as long as you've got social ambitions, there's money out there to, to do good things in the world. So mm. we had applied to somewhere called the social investment business, uh, okay. and they, we must have written a good bid because they gave us 80 grand to get going. Nice, yeah. So that was good. So that was to pay for um, public consultations, architects' plans, yeah. um, everything that we'd need to get through to planning. Um, mm. Except, of course, that's nowhere near enough money to get through to planning. So it just really, it just started <laughs> itself. Um, yeah. And then we, we set off doing about six months worth of um, community consultations, which was eye-opening and fascinating and Mm. extraordinary. Um, Because Mm. people, they knew us, but not that well, and not everybody knew us. We were sort of certain people that knew, you know, what a community's like. You have circles of friends and groups of people. Someone knows the church groups and somebody knows the business groups. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So we went to all of these groups and we held these um, meetings that we call visioning, um, where we just said to everyone what does watch it need and then the idea of the visioning is Mm. that um everybody speaks so you go around it's a bit like a sharing Mm. circle so everybody says what they think Mm. and it was just really interesting because the literally Mm. for every meeting the first 15 minutes was um uh, with all due respect we've heard this all before you might as well pick up and go home nothing ever changes (laughs) thank you for getting us all together here but i just you know i think you should be aware that this is not a game you can win. We were like, okay, thank you for letting mm. us know. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. And then once that... This is when the onion crying yeah. politician <laughs> comes in, right? <laughs> this is like, yeah, oh, you haven't met us yet. Um, so then that, then after about 15 minutes, someone would say, 
on the other hand, it would be really amazing if this happened or like, I'd really love to see that. And this is what really needs to happen and watch it. And then, so you have to sort of allow that 15 minutes of moan and then you get to the good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we had that conversation over and over and over and over and over and over for about, um, we did at least 10 workshops with about 30 people in. And we okay. did a whole load of comment cards and videos and surveys. And then we went away for the weekend mm. together in a really n- nice hotel. And we laid out all of this data across the room. Yeah, and yeah. Had, and then we had this whole really lovely process of pulling out what everyone had said into groups and, and grouping it. Okay, this, yeah. that's that. that they're talk- what they're talking about here is tourism. What they're talking over here is jobs. What they're talking about over here is vibrancy and creativity. And so we could sort yeah. of... Um, uh, put it into, uh, I guess, weight it, essentially. The more people said mm, something... Structure it. it. The more mm. people said something, the more mm. it went to the top. Um, mm. And it was, you know, the results, I guess, were obvious, um, but not mm. rocket science, but it was just really good to have um, that kind of validity and legitimacy of, of uh, this is what people... Yeah, saying. and it also connects you to it, even if you probably anticipated a lot of it. It kind of roots you into that doesn't it so you're talking about it more you're reading it you're hearing it from different generations um and I assume young people were part of yeah the youth clubs they were amazing youth club bit I loved because I went in and um in my middle class way um and all these teenagers so there was a group of kids like really bashing a wall against a ball against the wall really aggressively and there was a girl playing really explicit rap really loudly and there was some kids um pulling apart an engine I was thinking oh god I'm not gonna be able to do this and um and then the youth worker came and she was amazing and she was like right everyone come on we're gonna talk to Georgie and they just stopped what they were doing and gathered around and sort of turned into children again and um yeah they are really young and um, so we were talking yeah, about Watch yeah. It and I was saying, what do you like about it? And they were like, can I swear? No. Um, uh, just do a, a, a version of a swear word that isn't a swear um, word. They're <laughs> like like a, no, a childish it's version. It's really bad. <laughs> okay, good. That's, we'll we'll keep that, that in. Um, yeah. and, and they were talking about how they hated it, apart from this youth worker who they loved. And mm. then I explained what we were doing and how we wanted to get they're more involved in in watch it life and that and they and then they were just like oh yeah I want to do loads of stuff like that I want to um when there's an old person dying I want to hold their hand and I want to, I know, oh my goodness and, yeah. I, and I want to um I want to be the one I want to cook uh, be the one that helps cook meals for people and like before you knew it we'd yeah, covered yeah, yeah. this piece of paper and all their ideas about how they wanted to get involved in watch it and one of the girls that were there it was the girl that was listening to this really uh, to this rap music she said mm. i just want people to understand that we're we're not horrible we're nice like we just like yeah and it just yeah, yeah. wanted to belong wanted in a place right yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Mm. and it was really interesting about perspectives in watch it of how young mm. people are seen by older generations and how there's quite a lot of uh hate on facebook about oh young people in their hoodies mm. Hanging, hanging out, out being aggressive or, again yeah. and actually mm. the reality is that mm. these are just kids wanting to chat and not having yeah. anywhere to go um so that was really interesting and really mm. important that um oh because the other thing that they were saying is that they did they knew that they wouldn't be able to get a j- good job what they wanted to be was um a doctor or a pop star or 
um, an engineer, mm. but but they knew they couldn't do that. They knew what they really what they were going to do was work in ASDA, or um, mm. so their kind of aspirations were really really heartbreakingly mm. low, and they just accepted mm. that as their future. So that seemed a really really important mm. part of it. And when we looked at um, so the government has this social mobility index which measures um, the ways in which people can change their fortunes essentially so being socially Mm. mobile and our area Mm. has the lowest social mobility in the whole country so if the the child is born into a deprived family and watch it they have the least chances of anywhere else in the country of changing that opportunity um so i think that then became a driving force for us like that's not okay Mm. um and it is something that Mm. can be changed so that's that was the kind Mm. of driving force of our work but there needs to be jobs in the area, right? right? There needs to be an industry or a, a place that isn't just the ASDA on the outskirts. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, okay. So I think mm. that's when we started to understand so that it's, it's never going to be one solution that solves this, that it's actually a whole ecology uh-huh. of opportunity that needs to be an ecology. creative. Oh, I'm going to hold on to that word because that's, again, another good word that you've used. So you've got all this amazing intel. You've got the passion of your group, your collective and your skills. You've got your startup money. Mm-hmm. Um, where did you take it then? Like, how did you start to realize and put shape to something? What What was your next So stage? we had the, the plan was um, to create a feasibility study for uh, what is now East Key. Um, but because we'd had these to- town-wide consultations, what we ended up with was a kind of master plan for the whole town. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because ambitious. ambitious. Yeah. Um, so one of the top things that came up was jobs. In fact, I think that was number one, like you say. There's not enough jobs yeah. and opportunities. Okay. Um, and then number two was um, about bringing visitors in. So tourism okay. and building the economy that way. Um, so do people often because I, I don't know this bit of Somerset I'm reading the salt path so I know there's like the the coastal yeah. walk but you know is it is it like is watch it almost in between some of the key totally in between parts you drive that okay. normally people drive straight past on the way to Devon or Cornwall um, so we're coastal okay. Somerset um, if you know I guess Western Supermare it's on that 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 kind of stretch I've seen it on a map <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, so it's it's kind of wild um the sea's a little bit brown but what that means is there's hardly any development Mm. so it's unbelievably beautiful it's kind of wild and rugged and um yeah gorgeous but not but not your kind of cornwall blue blue sea okay Okay. so it's, it's more about walking and air and nature we also wanted to prove ourselves in a way so we decided that we'd Mm. go for what we thought naively was going to be a quick win uh, which was to develop Mm. the local boat museum so we had oh okay sorry okay hang on where where you go (laughs) yeah um so the the idea of the community interest hub is still there but you've got to know much more you've like unearthed much more and a boat museum comes in and and what (laughs) people talked about was the the idea of watching having all these hidden gems and one of them was this boat museum that hardly anyone knows are there but actually has the largest um collection of flatner boats in the whole world partly because flatner boats are these boats that go on mud flats so 
they're local okay. to the area so that's partly why but it's this beautiful little museum that smells of boats and has sails and it's gorgeous so mm. we uh started by developing that building and building a tourist office on it and employing a tourist officer so that now runs as the kind of watch it visitor center oh that's cool so that yeah. was really cool and we uh, when we yeah as a quick it's not never a quick win is it, it doesn't work like that but it was, I guess, a way of us gaining legitimacy in the town and people recognising that we were able and, to do stuff like this. And showing, so have something, to, something show to show is really important, as you yeah, say. exactly. Because mm. build projects take a long time. So, you know, if you're... Time, and they are not you know. easy. Um, no. So, mm. so that opened in 2016. That was our big win. And, and then... Mm. I suppose from that, the idea of East Key as this big art centre seemed plausible and possible. Um, so the ideas for East Key was also going along parallel to the boat museum plans, mm. but they were much bigger. So East Key okay. is um, it's an art centre. It's got galleries, it's got um, art, 11 artist studios, it's got a paper mill, it's got a print studio, it's got five little accommodation pods um it's got a restaurant it's got courtyards it's got little terraces all over the place um so this is a kind of lovely community arts community in itself and it's which is the thing i spotted and yes. got to hear of yes so this is our, collective in you this is our mm. lovely flagship project that opened this september um just gone mm-hmm. and i will yeah and just for listeners i'll put links so they can see images because you know you can tell the story but I'll let you know it's great if people can also see those so I will put some links in mm. I'm sorry I think I feel like the boat museum story was a bit of a red herring it's like made no, the story the, really no. long <laughs> no 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 I think it's fantastic because it I think obviously I came to hear of the Onion Collective through the East Key development in the community space but hearing the story of you as the mothers working in a town and developing yeah. things for a town based on what the community was telling you is is so like I don't know what the word is inspiring really and <laughs> oh, um, so I think yeah just hearing how you did it and hearing how you like you know lots of people have nice ideas mm. but making them a reality is something different right you guys obviously kept the pace yeah. and we, did you still I'm going off on a tangent but did you still feel that driving force of like friendship and motherhood was still very, very much a very part much of that so. I, mm. I mean I guess we really got to know each other in a way that often friends don't so we really are super aware of each other's strengths and weaknesses and mm. I, I guess I guess all humans are part wonderful part slightly mm. irritating Oh, yeah. and like, that's just the way it is right and that's normally as friends yeah. you just get to see the wonderful part and you can ignore the irritating but work colleagues you can't you have to mm. see it accept it acknowledge it move on mm. so we've had to yeah. go through that journey of really understanding each other and being okay with with the stuff that we're not so good yeah, at yeah. and balancing like luckily I think that's part of the thing about being a collective where we're all really different is that we're all mm. good at different things and we're all bad at different things and then that makes the whole stronger. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah. And I also made an... That that was what I was hoping you were going to say because I think that's, you know, really strong message about motherhood and friendships mm. and a time in your life. So I think that's really strong. Um, but what I'd assumed, because the East Key development is quite arts 
based. I thought you were going to say, oh, we're a collective of artist mothers. Like I thought that was, whereas actually you're, no. I'm sure you've got interests, yeah. but actually your backgrounds are much broader. I had no idea you were going to say you're like co-director used to live in a zoo, you know? I mean, <laughs> yeah. this like, I mean, so, you yeah. know, I think actually there are, I mean, I'm very interested in the arts and there are artistic motherhood groups that I've also come to learn about mm. and see their work online and that's equally as fascinating but the fact that actually your narrative together as a group is different again mm. is really interesting to to un take some of those layers off and learn about yeah. and um, you don't all have to be the same no. which you know sometimes you feel like oh you know these are the the women that do this or the women that do that or that's their skill set or they're the ones that you know know about books or they're the ones that you know make money <laughs> whereas actually you guys have got <laughs> yeah. this whole mix just come together mm. it, it, exactly yeah I think we need more of that your end result building obviously took a number of years a number of different stages and as I say I'll, I'll link the show notes but you worked with different architects didn't you to did. realize that vision um and as part of that vision you've obviously outlined some of the spaces that are there but there's also from what I've read online anyhow there's a lot of kind of training and education and activity that you know supports the offer of the building it's not just yeah one person in one space and that's it no exactly so it's a whole I mean really it's a village in itself um Mm. so an education is such an important part of it and I think part so it's really interesting you talking about how it's um, us not being artists, so we're not artists, but creativity and and art is is the mechanism by which we, um, I guess, try and enable a better future for our kids because culture, creativity, the arts is all about ideas and it's all about yeah. seeing things differently from different perspectives. So if we can enable that kind of energy in our building and we can support. Mm artistic businesses and we can um help kids bring kids in and Mm. do art art education differently um and we can bring people in and have events and so art is kind of the mechanism and the building is the kind of physical manifestation but really what 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 we've what we've got in east key is a kind of philosophy for bringing people together and making towns strong and 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 imagining a whole the kind of future that you want in your town so it's mm. it's sort of a kind of physical manifestation of um or a manifesto of 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 how yeah. communities can come together and imagine something together. Yeah, and you talked about that aspiration for young people so that having those spaces that they can be part of and see and yeah, I suppose my point about you not being artist mothers is you can imagine you know, negative press say whilst you were developing this oh they just selfishly want to put their own printmaking studio in it's not that though is it I mean this is genuinely rooted in what you have researched and I mean we did have all of that negative press arty farty Mm. nonsense arty farty Mm. nonsense but it's um so we had to deal with all of that as well because it's it's so interesting isn't it when we began the journey eight years ago we thought community was this lovely utopian beautiful thing and actually, mm. people are people, and people have differences of opinions, and people are quite mm. actually quite tribal. Um, and the idea mm. of women having the audacity of thinking that they could do this mm. was difficult for a few people. Um, and change, and who did we think we are? We got accused of being arrogant. 
you know it's not mm. it's not that easy being a collective of women doing bringing massive change to a small coastal town describe the building but Georgie <laughs> you know please correct me if I'm wrong so and there was stages wasn't there just in terms of you fundraising and developing and you worked with a an architect Piers Taylor yeah. who had helped you develop the vision but you know it worked on smaller sites and then you worked with a larger firm who'd worked on galleries so you could kind of develop it further exactly. but there was a a ground floor almost like the base of the building with a courtyard that was developed mm-hmm. first and then as more money that came forward you then had these almost like for want of a better phrase these like rooftop yeah, pods exactly. that kind of developed on top of this ground floor base and they're quite quirky aren't they you know there's lots of different shapes and angles and materials on on stilts yeah they're they're very quirky and (laughs) yeah and they develop like some of the sort of seaside take with the stripes of like beach huts and then so like a kind of mixture of materials and some of that echoing some of the landscape and some of it being completely contrasting it's but it's really exciting and the fact that you developed in that way practically because you know you needed money to Mm -hmm. build and grow it but also it meant those change of uses change of space change of program could maybe come into play and you know maybe another retail space was needed and maybe something needed to adapt and be something different again I mean I'm really excited to see how it will develop in the future because you're right so the idea of the original design was that this kind of ground floor concrete base so it's pink concrete made from local red sandstone um and then above are these kind of lighter weight pods and you're right the idea mm. was that we could do it slowly it, in the event we got all of the money that we needed to do the whole building all in one oh. go oh fantastic um, yeah but I, but I think that still that concept of lighter weight buildings on the top means okay. that um things will change and develop as time goes on and as as needs change so will so will the buildings slightly so uh, that that's a lovely hopefully it will always adapt into what it needs to be and I I just sort of can't wait till the artists really bed in and grow creepers up the walls and splash paint on the concrete yeah and you've got a mural being developed at the minute I saw online and yeah by a graffiti artist and a a bunch of kids from the local school so they they're in the middle of painting one of the accommodation pods at the moment That I mean, that's the kind of thing that you really want to see happen. That's really good. And what's been the reaction? Obviously, I've seen it in architectural press, but what's been the local reaction? Like how now they've seen yeah, it? <laughs> it was so interesting because um, so we do a kind of resident survey. So we know that it's about 13 or 10, 10 to 13 percent of people really don't want this. But uh, and about 60 percent mm. of people love it. And then there's a the bit in the middle. Don't really care. Um, mm. So mm. of the people that really don't like it, they were the ones we were trying to bring round. And more often than not, once people come into the space and they feel it and they experience it for real, um, they get it. So it is, it's one of those mm. buildings where you've just got to experience it to understand it. So still any negative mm. negativity that we get in the community tends to be from people that haven't been yet. So we just slowly, okay. we'll just get everyone in and get them to feel feel the kind of warmth and some free food and get them in I mean I think that's the thing until people can experience it it's often hard and change is hard right I know I 
I talk about this like when something big happens in an area where maybe nothing much has happened for a while you know it is mm. going to be hard so you can't push people yeah. and you just got to kind of keep holding hands and making yeah. sure you kind of talk them through it and show exactly. them it and, and, I, and I guess and the reality it. is mm. that in lots of ways we did design it for mums and for families and for mm. young people so that that means mm. that if you're older um and don't want change and move to watch it because you wanted a, an ancient harbour town you're going to struggle with it um but mm. hopefully their grandchildren and their children and you know they they will experience it through through the kind of intergeneration um, yeah and are you sort of as part of the next stage sort of you know mapping some of the impact of the building as well like you talked about you having like this ambition yeah to make it useful for the future and change social mobility yes. and like do good things so is that the next phase totally or? yeah so it's it's happening mm. um really interestingly almost accidentally so we have we have this um space called the creator space that was designed by mm. architects working with kids in the schools so they had loads of workshops okay. and about uh, what kind of space made them feel creative so we've kind of consciously yeah. uh, worked on how to create spaces that attract young people and make them feel relaxed. But then what's happening kind of consequentially and accidentally is that kids don't have anywhere to go. So because East Key's open, mm. it's public, um, it's free, come in anyway because it's been winter. So we've got sofas in the lobby and they hang out in sofas. And then the galleries are just... Um, particularly Gallery 2, which is upstairs, is a kind of quiet space. Um, and yeah. it tu- it's turning out that kids are just going in there to be warm and be on their phone. And we, we kind of figure, well, if they look up from their phone every now and again and see the art that's there and think about it and talk yeah. about it, that's a win because that, that means they're kids that would never, ever, normally, ever go into a gallery and they wouldn't think it's for them. But yeah, here and watch yeah. it, they're growing up with it as their common room. <laughs> so it's... I know, that's really nice, isn't it? And and also there's stuff out there as well about, you know, spaces for girls often missing in yes. these sort of public spaces or redevelopment projects, you know, like they might put in, and I'm not to say girls don't use them, but, you know, the skate park, the bike tracks or what have you. But often, like, I know, even my daughter who's eight was like, we want an area in the playground where we can do our dance yeah. routines, but there's always balls whizzing past yes. us and we can't. And, you know, so just actually some of those spaces where it's just a place to linger and maybe you are on your phone most of the time, but, you know, for a couple of minutes, something, something special exactly. might happen or a conversation might happen that's good for you. And I just think, yeah, having those informality of spaces is really useful. And as you say, yeah a catering well that's from that's what's happened so there's a youth yeah. club now on a monday that happens in the creative yeah. space and that that came about because the current the youth club that i went to and did this consultation yeah. is, is on the we call it the memorial ground which is like the wreck um so it is exactly as you say it's quite it's loud it's can feel quite aggressive so this was yeah, created yeah. as a sort of alternative youth club that you could go and be a bit quieter and you could just be in a, yeah. in a space and make stuff or draw stuff so yeah you're right some different types of spaces for different types of kids is really really important yeah and like your kids are now what your eldest is 16 16 on friday yeah yeah well that's amazing so you know you've got your target audience there yeah Yeah. and 
I think, Georgie, it's been so fascinating. But just to wrap up, obviously, this is a mother of all solutions podcast, uh, mainly about, you know, women becoming mothers and their working careers. Like, obviously, you're a collective, which is the root of this. But what's it maybe brought to you personally as well? Mm. Like, whether it's like skills or something that you've used in a different way um, since being part so of I it. So I think I've become an entirely different person since we started Onion. And it's it's mm. been the most challenging experience I can imagine. But I think with challenge comes enormous growth. So I think because we've been a collective of w- women friends and we've been able to kind of go through the real difficulties and the challenges together. I mean, there has been a lot of tears mm. and a lot of mm. tantrums and a lot of everything. Yeah. But I think because... Um, I guess there's a, there's a kind of understanding of, of that um, this kind of challenging work is difficult and it is emotional and, and all of that is okay... And that that means yeah. that you can move forward in a kind of healthy way. You don't have to hide your emotions. And everyone knows, like, yeah, yeah. as a mum in a workplace, your kids are, I, mean, I don't know, maybe it's just my kids, but there's a lot of illness. So yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. Like, trying to navigate the kind of ill kids, lost dog, um, you know, yeah. all of the kind of <laughs> burdens of being yeah. a woman um, in, in a, and when you're working with other women who are also experiencing all of those challenges, mm. doing it together, there's a kind of understanding that's meant that we've been able mm. to um, push forward, I guess, and help and hold each other up. So we have we, we try when someone's really down mm. to hold each other up. And I think that means that you can mm. be the best that you can be because you're you, you know that when you're not the best, someone else is going to either understand or hold you up. And I think that's been mm. just, just a really, I'm so lucky to have experienced that. Yeah. No, it's lovely. And it's a, a lovely note to end on, Georgie. So obviously, I'm going to link some of the things we talked about in the show notes. But how can people find the Onion Collective? What's the best route to find, uh, about, so find out So our more? website's onioncollective.co.uk or or. Uh, check out East Key. So eastkeywatchit.co.uk um, and have a look at all the different spaces and all the artists and all the things that are going on and come and yeah, come and see us. Yeah, and you're on Instagram and Twitter as well, We're aren't on you? Instagram. So, onion, so anything yeah. East Key. It's so probably East Key's maybe the best place. So um, East okay. Key Watch It is Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Perfect. Oh no, it's fantastic. And one day I'll get get to North Somerset and come and see you and do a come for a, a pint that of cider. That would be amazing. <laughs> do it. Come. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely. Well, thank you so much, Georgie, and thank you to your your groups, your your other directors as well for for making this happen for for your. I will area. pass that on. Thank you so thank much. You. Been lovely. Brilliant. You've been listening to the Mother of All Solutions podcast with your host, Laura Broderick, and my guest today, Georgie Grant. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the episode, do please tell your friends, rate, review, and subscribe, and keep in touch for other episodes in the future. Thanks. Take care. Bye.